Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called Being Supportive versus Being a Doormat. How many of you think that you can probably use this information? (laughs) I definitely needed to hear something like this when my husband was really addicted. But before we start, I've addressed this next thing once before in a previous episode, but it keeps coming up. (laughs) So I guess we have to keep talking about it. Um, This is my biggest platform that I have. So I'm going to address this here in the hopes that it will prevent this continuing to happen in the future. So people sometimes come at me on social media asking how I can justify charging for my programs and, you know, my membership and things like that. I even had someone say to me, shame on you, (laughs) which really hurt my heart. So I want to speak on this for a minute. So um, Married to Addiction is a private business, essentially. It's also my full-time job. I don't get any financial backing from any other entity. I'm a one-man show. So I put in a lot of time and a lot of money into all of this to make this all happen. And there's obviously costs involved uh, for doing all of the things. So I do my email by myself. I do my website by myself. I do, you know, run my program by myself, my membership, all my social media. Like I literally do all of this pay for all of this, et cetera. So if I don't get compensated at all, then I wouldn't be able to pay the costs associated with doing all of these things or pay my bills, (laughs) which is also important. And I'd actually have to go back to the corporate world that I left. And at that point, all of this would have to go away. The podcast would go away. The freebies would go away. The social media platforms would go away. Everything would go away because I would no longer have the time or the money to devote to it. I left actually a corporate job in management to, you know, branch out on my own and do my own thing. And I was making three times as much as I am now. So my income has been cut down to one third of what it used to be. And my family and I have had to adjust our lifestyle so that I can continue to do this. My family's had to learn to do without a lot of things so that I can continue to do this. But this is important to me, and they know that, so we've made those sacrifices. But just like you couldn't go to your job and not get paid, I can't do that either. So just like pastors, Christian counselors, Christian authors, Christian speakers, etc., get paid for their time and effort that they put into doing you know, their ministry, their platform, those of us who are in other areas of ministry need to get paid also so we can keep doing what we're doing. So I try to provide a lot of free content like this podcast, for example, so that I can help everyone that needs it in some way. Like that's my ultimate goal. I want to be able to help anyone 
who is in this situation and meet them where they're at. But my paid products are also just as necessary because I have to pay my bills and I have to pay for all of this. So I am incredibly grateful to anyone and everyone who purchases my paid products, of course. And then I have my free products available because of that. So I hope that sheds some light. Um, This is my ministry and something that I am very passionate about, but it's also my job and it's also my livelihood. So please understand that. And um, I just hope that that really, I mean, I'm speaking from my heart here. I hope that you can hear that. It, it does upset me when I get those comments because I have made a lot of sacrifices to keep doing this. And so for somebody to, you know, try to shame me for, for trying to charge for things, it really, it's, it hurts <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, so all that being said, if my paid programs aren't for you, but you have benefited from this podcast in some way, or you have benefited from any other free content that I do provide If you feel led to contribute to my cause, to Married to Addiction, I would be incredibly appreciative. Um, No matter the amount, like I said, I am a one-man show. I do this all on my own. I pay for this all on my own. So if you do feel led, I would really, really be appreciative of that. You can either Venmo um, at Julie610 or you can uh, PayPal to my ministry PayPal PayPal account, which is renewalministries at yahoo.com. Okay, so now that the unpleasantries, I guess you would call them, are out of the way, let's get on with the podcast episode. So as I said at the beginning, this is called being supportive versus being a doormat. And I'm a little bit different on this topic because most people go all in in one of two ways. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. You either hear the stance that you should submit, try to keep the peace, stay no matter what, et cetera, et cetera, which in my opinion is too passive because I don't feel like, I'm sure you've heard me say, everyone should stay in this relationship no matter what. I feel like there are things that can happen over and above um, being married to an alcoholic or because of the alcohol abuse that changed the game. The other side of things, though, I find to be too aggressive of an approach the thought process of um, he's a terrible person. I actually heard somebody, this was surprising to me because this was a Christian, uh, on a Christian platform, but she referred to uh, husbands as selfish monsters. Um, You know, the the whole thing about how you should dump him on his you-know-what, like all of that is, is too aggressive when it comes to addiction, especially because addiction is different. It is a disease. If you have not listened to my episode called The Myth of Choice, please go listen to that. Go to YouTube, look up Dr. Kevin McCauley, M-A-C-C-A-U-L-E-Y, and listen to his talks on addiction and the brain. This is different. This is a different situation. Um, And labeling somebody who's suffering from addiction as a selfish monster which it wasn't, it wasn't directed, in all fairness, that comment was not directed towards people who are dealing with addiction in particular. But I've heard those types of things, um, you know, spoken about people who are addicted. And it, it's just not fair at the end of the day. Understanding what my husband was going through when he was addicted was a big part of our healing. And even of him being able to eventually get and stay sober, truthfully. So please, please, If you have not listened to that podcast episode, if you have not gone to do any sort of um, 
any sort of research on this on your own, start with Dr. McCauley. His information is incredibly insightful and eye-opening. And if you are married to an alcoholic, you need to watch it, period, end of story. When I realized that basically it wasn't what well, my husband was going through, when I started to see things from his side, it wasn't any longer me against him, which made a huge difference because at that point it started feeling like it was us again. It was us against addiction, and that changed everything. So it's really important to me because of what a big impact that had on my own personal situation that I impart the importance of that to you, that it's super, super important to see both sides of the struggle. Because the bottom line is addicts are struggling too. You know, are we struggling through this? Oh, yeah. It is incredibly difficult. But they're struggling too in ways that most of us do not even begin to comprehend. And, you know, Christ did teach to have compassion for people who are struggling. So we do need to keep those things in mind. However, being understanding and having compassion is not equal to being a doormat. Mistreatment is still mistreatment. Toxic behaviors are still not okay and need to be addressed. That's why we can have compassion, but we do not have to stand for being mistreated and we need to have boundaries in place to protect ourselves from that because you still have to protect yourself. You have got to protect yourself because this is an incredibly difficult situation that we're going through. And just because we, you know, we can have all the understanding in the world about how hard things are for our husband, but that doesn't mean he gets to mistreat us. It doesn't. So this can be a little bit of a, of a difficult walk, you know, trying to figure out, okay, well, I do understand ABC, but because of ABC, it's causing him to do DEF, which is hurting me, but it's because of the alcohol so what do I do? And that's really where you need to dig into learning to understand the importance of boundaries and learning to understand how you do have control over what you do in those situations. It's not trying to control your husband in those situations. It's trying to control yourself and making a choice about what you will do to protect yourself. So I hope that that's helpful. While it is really important to have that understanding and to be supportive, it does not mean that we just get walked on. If you need additional help and guidance around that, it is something that, of course, we do work on in detail in the Secret Sister Circle, which is my private coaching membership, paid membership, that will help you go deeper on a lot of this stuff that we talk about on the podcast. So I don't, you know, I can't have like, three-hour-long podcast episodes. I mean, I could, but no one would ever listen to them. Plus, I don't really have that kind of time. Um, but, you know, to really dive into the nitty-gritty of all of these things, but that is what my paid coaching program is for. That's what my 30-day online program is for. So if you really do need some more specific uh, guidance and direction around this, those are there for you. And, of course, you can find them both by going to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com. So I hope that's been helpful. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. 
Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.